I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Welcome back to Live Mike. About 18 minutes left in the program today. This Tuesday episode number 279. For those of you keeping track, I know you are. I know you've got right there next to the radio a, a little black marker and you put a little hash mark each day. Well, today you can mark off the 279th episode of the program. Uh, just over a year we've been hanging out here. Uh, and much has happened, including the onset of a pandemic. How about that? Didn't anticipate that when uh, I accepted this job and started hanging out with you uh, each afternoon. The pandemic obviously has knocked us upside the head. We have been over every single aspect of uh, how it has influenced our lives, ad nauseum certainly. And it is today uh, that we are in the midst of the season of a return to normalcy. We are looking forward and no longer backward. And we are looking forward, uh, at least I hope we are, and I am, uh, looking forward optimistically. What the heck will normal be like and how will we each know that we've arrived? One of the questions that I ask everyone, everyone in a position of power when I have them here on the air is, when will we know that we're back to normal? What are the benchmarks? What are the criteria? What percentage of this or that or what number of those vaccines? Who knows, right? I've asked so many times, what are the criteria? What are the matrix metrics we're monitoring and watching? And unfortunately, I have yet to land on uh, a single answer. I don't know uh, that. I, I wonder sometimes if organizations are hesitant, schools and governments, if they're hesitant to reveal the benchmarks they are following uh, for fear of you know, stumbling upon new uh, information or new understandings and then having to throw out the old criteria when maybe hopes were uh, raised. I don't know. I don't know. Or, or it may be a question of we just don't know. We just don't know what normalcy looks like or uh, what numbers or benchmarks we have to hit before we get there. And so it is that there are a number of surveys being conducted right now amongst Americans where uh, questions are asked uh, about returning to normalcy and specifically returning to normal levels of attending in-person gatherings. All right. So so let me ask you this question. Uh, It's multiple choice, uh, four of them, and it has to do with when you will again be comfortable attending uh, an in-person gathering, uh, like a jazz game or a family reunion or or something that we would do uh, without thought in the pre-COVID era. Uh, So number one, uh, when do you, or I'm sorry, the the question again, when do you anticipate returning to normal levels of attending in-person gatherings? 
Number one, you already have. Number two, when you or your inner circle are vaccinated or when local and national officials say it's safe. Or the last category, I just don't know. So maybe you already have. Have you already returned to in-person gatherings? If so, I you know personally would hope that you're doing so, uh, you know, keeping the various safeguards in mind and recommendations and all. Uh, will you be holding off on returning to those in-person gatherings until you and your inner circle are vaccinated? Or are you waiting for local and national officials to say it's safe? Or do you not know? With all of the information swirling around, some of it conflicting and competing and intermingled with opinion, you do have to make a choice for yourself at some point. What choice have you made thus far? Give me a call. 801-575-8255. When will you know? When will you be comfortable returning to in-person gatherings? 801-575-8255. 801-KSL-TALK. I'll share with you the results of a fascinating survey, which interestingly breaks down along political lines. Hmm. Those details next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. KSL's Live Mike. Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Welcome back. Final segment of today's episode of Live Mike 252 is the time. We've learned a lot today. Uh, please go to the, do me this favor, go to the KSL News Radio Facebook page. On there, uh, what you will see is uh, well, a number of things, obviously, the the topics of the day, the stories we're covering. But also right now, if you go, just wrapping up is a, a press conference hosted by Sheriff Rosie Rivera. Uh, and it was regarding the arrest of two men believed to have kidnapped and murdered Nicole Solorio Romero. There are some bits of information. The sheriff is still uh, very eager to learn, including the possible involvement of uh, other actors. In fact, uh, Sheriff Rivera pointed out that this type of crime uh, is nearly impossible to commit uh, without the involvement of more than two people. And as only two have been thus far uh, taken into custody, her plea is to anyone else out there with knowledge uh, to to inform the police. She says, quote, somebody knows something. Now, one of the major lingering question marks in this case is the location of the body. It's not known uh, right now where Nicole Solorio Romero is or where her body is. Sheriff Rivera would very much like your help uh, in bringing uh, this case to a a conclusion. So that's that. Go to our KSL News Radio uh, Facebook page and please watch that press conference. There may be something said by the sheriff uh, that triggers a memory of yours and you may be able to help. Uh, All right, with that said... Uh, let's uh, transition as best we can back to the the question of a return to normalcy regarding uh, this COVID-19. There uh, is a vaccine on the horizon, right? We've got that, uh, you know, in a good portion of the arms of Utahns. In fact, I did a little bit of quick math here this morning. And of the 3.206 million Utahns, uh, just over 5% of the state has received both doses. Uh, just over 5%, and then one dose has been received by, at least one dose, has been received by 11.4% of 
uh, Utahns. And if you look nationwide, uh, those two numbers, the 5% having received both doses plus the uh, just under 11.5% uh, receiving just the first dose, uh, that tracks with national numbers. Uh, Utah's doing all right. In fact, if you remember last week, we're doing just a little bit better than all right in terms of the vaccines received and uh, administered into the arms of Utahns. When we checked the numbers last week, we were in fifth place. Uh, there were four other states doing just a little bit better than us, uh, but most of the country uh, is behind us in our ability to administer the vaccine. What that all means I hope, and I believe the science seems to indicate, is that we are on a forced march back towards normalcy and that soon uh, it will uh, be the way we live our lives normally uh, once again. But there are some of those uh, people who uh, have already jumped into uh, normalcy. They have already uh, shed some of the uh, behaviors that we picked up in the midst of this pandemic. And in fact, there's a a poll out, a fascinating uh, Axios poll, which asks Uh, when folks will be comfortable attending in-person gatherings again. And uh, I'll I'll go over uh, some of the results of that poll in just a moment. But I put the question to you, uh, what will it take for you to become comfortable getting back together uh, with either family or the public at concerts or sports games or whatever? And uh, and George is on the line uh, with his response. George, welcome to the program. How are you? Good, Lee. How are you doing? I'm all right. It's a pleasure to be speaking with you. Talk to me about your uh, talk to me about your pathway back to normalcy. What's going on in your life? You know, it's not an easy situation. We have a daughter that's uh, uh, a scientist there at ARUP, so she has pretty strict protocols that she follows. She recently got uh, both of her. Uh, she got her second uh, uh, vaccine, and uh, she's doing well. Um, and we follow what she would suggest. And uh, what happened this past two days ago, this past weekend, we had her and her uh, um, kids come over uh, to spend, um, you know, a couple hours with us just to try to get back to being somewhat normal, if yeah. that's possible. Sure. Having said that, though, we all were still wearing masks and, uh, and we associated and, and, and uh, again, following her protocol and everything else. Since she's a scientist, we're trying to move closer to that end. Yeah, so tell me how it uh, tell me how it felt being back with the grandkids again. First, how, how long had it been since you'd seen them face to face? Uh, a year. It's been about a year. How, how old are they? Um, let's see. Um, the oldest is thirteen. Then uh, there's a set of twins. Then they're yeah. geez. I got 16 grandkids. I can't keep <laughs> it's track all, it's of all right. It's all right. Oh, come on, Lee. Uh, <laughs> I'm see, sorry, uh, George. <laughs> 11. Oh, my God. You're doing Hard great. questions. You're, you're doing great. But, uh, uh, you know, it gets the good talking about this. Yeah. Well, uh, the, the the important thing is you're able to see them and you're able to do so uh, while still maintaining yeah. some safety. And I think we are on a forced march back to, our, uh, back to a time where you'll be able to see, uh, uh, you say, 16 of them total? Uh, 16 total. That's yeah, right. They'll, they'll be in your arms uh, again pretty soon. Uh, that's going to do it for uh, today's program. Before we go, let me, I'll give you some of these uh, survey results uh, nationwide. Uh, the question again, when do you anticipate returning to normal uh, in-person gatherings? The first uh, choice was already have. Uh, U.S. total, 28% has already returned to a normal level of in-person gatherings. Uh, 22% intend to get back to that once they have been vaccinated and so to their inner circle. 
And then a quarter uh, of Americans surveyed say that they are waiting until local and national officials say that it is safe. Uh, and then the remaining quarter of a percentage uh, of Americans surveyed say they just don't know. They just don't know. Uh, i got about 30 seconds left. I'll give you a, one final interesting tidbit in these survey results. There is a drastic difference in uh, the the politics of those responding. Uh, right now, Republicans surveyed in this Axios poll, 42% have already returned to a semblance of normalcy, specifically in-person gatherings. Democrats, 10%. 42% of Republicans say they have already returned to normal levels of in-person gatherings. 10% of Democrats. Why the heck is that? I don't know. 57500 is the number if you've got a thought. Time for me to step aside, though. And make way for the great Jeff Kaplan as he next brings you Jeff Kaplan's afternoon news here on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.